Subscribe with iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. And if you enjoy what you hear, like us on Facebook. Also, consider throwing a little cash our way by visiting patreon.com slash koreafm. And find more of our great content on our home on the web, koreafm.net. Recently, the Asia Institute, which is a Seoul-based think tank, held a peace march in the capital. The event was open to the public, and a peace activist also traveled to Seoul from Japan to participate. I'm joined now by that person, Yo Kawanaka, to discuss how the march went, as well as several other topics concerning peace, the Korean Peninsula, and Japan. So, Yo, thank you for joining me. I'd like to start with a little self-introduction on your part to explain your background, uh, your peace activism and any other issues you've been involved with. Yeah, my name is Yo Kawanaka and uh, I'm an activist of anti-nuclear and uh, for peace uh, because uh, we had a big catastrophe of Fukushima and uh, uh, and also I, I realized Japanese government will hiding uh, bad things in, in Japan and uh, also they want to hide everything for outside of the country. Uh, Emmanuel Pastrige invited me for the Peace March and also I know uh, Dr. Sin and uh, they are very peaceful mind with me and uh, for everybody and they recommend to the eyes I speak something uh, in Peace March in that time and also I tried to speak and I danced a little and uh, also I realized uh, Korean people don't have an interest with Shinzo Abe, Prime Minister of Japan. So I I thought uh, uh, I wanted to be explain what is the Japanese problem now, but uh, it is uh, now a little difficult with the Korean people, I think. Yeah, I've done several reports concerning uh, many different topics, um, if you will, between South Korea and Japan. I think we'll talk about some of those. But um, absolutely, I, I've I've interviewed South Koreans, and I've also been to Japan and interviewed Japanese people and tried to get both of those perspectives. So that's something we can definitely talk about here. Um, something I want to point out in a recent piece for the Korea Times that was about this peace march, one of your colleagues wrote that, quote, she emphasized good relations between Korea and Japan is the fundamental fundamental requirement for peace in the region, and that you, quote, strongly criticized the Japanese prime minister's efforts to rearm Japan, noting that, Mm. quote, it will only lead to death and destruction in the region. So could you talk a little bit about your position um, regarding the relationship between South Korea and Japan? Obviously, um, you're here right now in South Korea and you yourself are Japanese. Yeah. And yes, uh, I think Japanese government wants to be Japanese people will hate uh, Korean people. It's uh, like a propaganda in Japan. And uh, also a lot of Japanese people, why I cannot understand, they want to hate Korean people. It is very difficult to be having Korea and South Korea and Japan will having good friendships. I think uh, if uh, people can trust with Korean people and if people having time to uh, Korean people, uh, they can understand Korean people, they are not uh, bad persons. And uh, it is a very important thing to be Japanese people will uh, meet uh, Korean people and uh, they enjoy the life together, but uh, Japanese people don't want to do that. And uh, it's uh, really little strange. 
and also Japanese media will uh, make negative things uh, about Korean people. It's uh, like propaganda, I think. So it is uh, uh, what I want to explain with you and uh, Korean people. Something that gets picked up a lot in the South Korean media and sometimes international media as well is the idea of Japan um, extending its military, kind of um, uh, rearming itself, getting past this sort of um, pacifist ideal that it was supposed to have after World War II. Obviously, uh, Germany has a a military now. Some people would say Japan should also, as a strong ally of the United States, which is uh, also a strong ally of of South Korea, Japan should also have have a military that is part of that alliance. So as a Japanese person, what are your thoughts regarding Japan's current and future military ambitions? Uh, important things is uh, we had a law uh, number, number nine. It, uh, that means is uh, Japan never will do war. And uh, we we hope uh, to be peace, just peace, when uh, we finish the last war. But the Japanese government changed the law uh, about uh, defense military. Uh, we can be attacked with uh, outside of the country now, and uh, it is a very uh, serious problem because uh, uh, Japanese military went to South Sudan and maybe they did something bad things there and they came back. Also, we, uh, also Japanese military can be attacked with uh, South Korea or China. I don't know, but they will follow America. And uh, if people realize it is a very dangerous situation, we can stop the government, but uh, Japanese people don't want to do that. I, I don't know why. They don't want to do anything with the government, I think. They are not strong, I think. Another topic that's obviously very controversial between not only South Korea but other countries and Japan is something that is uh, known as comfort women that I'm sure you're very familiar with. Um, As a Japanese woman, what are your thoughts on the sexual slavery of Korean, Chinese women, as well as women from other nationalities for Japanese troops around the time of World War II? Uh, also, I went to Japanese ambassador in, in Seoul, and uh, I met uh, people who wanted who wants to be protect uh, bronze of uh, comfort girl. I think uh, it is a very sad story of a comfort woman, and uh, also Japanese men they uh, they do a lot of second rape things with uh, comfort women now. And uh, I think it, it just make a problem with uh, Korea and uh, Japanese government, I think. Because Japanese government hide uh, through, through history of comfort women every time and they will lying and they will uh, say negative things about South Korean comfort women and also outside of country people. And uh, I think it is a very negative things, it's very bad. I think you mentioned some kind of deal that would need to be struck. Um, There have been 
recently some deals. There was also a deal very far in the past, uh, sometime in the 60s, I believe, that's sometimes cited by the Japanese government and other mm. people yeah. um, on that line of thinking that say that there's already been compensation for comfort women and other people. Um, and so uh, how, how does this come up in Japan? I, I've actually done some interviews with um, Japanese people on the street um, just for a report I did. And a couple different people, when I asked them about comfort women, they basically described to me that there was already reparations, there was already a deal that was struck, mm-hmm. and then they, t- to be frank, they basically told me that they thought that um, you know th- this wasn't a problem anymore and it had already been solved. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in South Korea, that's usually not what people think. They think that there's still more that needs to be done, but as I just mentioned, there has been a recent deal between the two governments that many people, um, not part of the government, so just you know South Koreans and activists and people involved um, with the comfort women who are still alive, they were not very, um, they didn't have a very good opinion of this deal. So do you have any idea of how this can move forward? They've already tried to do deals between the governments, but they haven't been popular with the people. Uh, I think uh, it is important things to Japanese people will come to South Korea and people will speak with Korean people because uh, a lot of Japanese uh, people cannot understand why uh, Japanese people will make a lot of uh, problems and uh, they will do second rape with comfort women. And uh, it is very difficult to explain, but the Japanese man's mind is very difficult, I think, because uh, they cannot realize they will do second rape with uh, comfort women. And uh, it is also they will do it with uh, Japanese women. Could you talk about what you mean by that? I think you said second rape. What do you mean by that term? Second rape means uh, if uh, someone had the rape and uh, they had uh, pain on their heart, uh, but uh, the other person will be not uh, kind, kindly. Uh, Denying facts, uh, not being able to admit faults. Yeah, and also they are uh, uh, real slaves or something like that. It's nonsense, I think. But it's common to be uh, Japanese people were saying that. And they said, already we paid, already we paid, no problem now. And the Korean government and the Korean people were against with us, they say. And so yourself as a Japanese peace activist um, and Mm. promoting peace while in Japan, in South Korea, other areas, what's it like for you doing this type of activism in Japan? I wanted to be care of Fukushima people and the other people who who are in a difficult situation. And also I wanted to be try to research more things. Also now Japanese people, they are very poor. It is not only in Japan, but uh, Japanese government doesn't want to care of that, and uh, it is a very difficult situation. But as as a peace activist, do you feel like you have rights? Are you able to protest? Are you able to act this way? Are you ever afraid of being incarcerated by the police or being charged with a crime? What you know, um, obviously, um, in South Korea, in the United States, where I'm from, other countries, sometimes um, people get arrested. Sometimes there's consequences, even for peaceful activism. So, as a Japanese person, uh, do you ever have a, a fear of the type of work you do, or is that not something that you you have to think about? 
Ah, yes, yes, I, I think so. Because the uh, Japanese government made a conspiracy law and uh, police will take a lot of uh, peace, peaceful activists and uh, they are fed uh, with uh, police. Yeah, and that's a real problem, yeah. And then finally, Yo, I believe you'll soon be leaving South Korea. So what's next for you? Next, I will go to France and uh, uh, I will meet a friend of in, who, who lives in France. And uh, then I want to come back to South Korea in July because uh, my friend invited me for the discussion of peace. And uh, I want to be come back to South Korea again. And then finally, Yo Kawanaka, um, before we say goodbye, once again, this quote that was in the Korea Times, uh, uh, an opinion piece written by one of your colleagues, says that you emphasize good relations between Korea and Japan is the fundamental requirement for peace in the region. Obviously, South Korea has uh, a new president, Moon Jae-in. People um, mostly are very optimistic. It seems like yes. a very big turn, a very big change from the previous president, Park Geun-hye. Um, Japan still has the leader that it had before. Um, so how do you think peace between South Korea and Japan or peace just in the region, how do you see that happening? What is your goal for this? Uh, I think Moon Jae-in, he is very peaceful person and uh, he can be make good relationships uh, with uh, Japan and North Korea and China, America, I think so. And uh, we need to be follow and support him. And uh, also we need to be explain what is the Japanese government's program and what is the Japan's program now. And we need to be uh support if uh, someone some japanese person wants to come to south korea and uh, if he or she wants to be having a good uh, friendship with uh, south korean people it is a good good uh, it can be make good opinion with japanese people i think because japanese people uh, they don't uh, know about south korean situation that I want to say that we don't know anything about South Korea, but uh, I came to South Korea. It is a very happy time for me. Thank you. I've been speaking with Yo Kawanaka. She's a Japanese peace activist, obviously just participated in the Asia Institute's peace march that took place in Seoul. And uh, as she just mentioned, she uh, has some plans to uh, go to Europe and then perhaps might come back to South Korea. So Yo Kawanaka, thank you for speaking with me and best of luck with your travels. Thank you very much. This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit Facebook.com slash Podcast Assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Talk radio, music, and podcasts from the Korean Peninsula. KoreaFM.net.